when I left, when I left school, um, I wasn't sure what I wanted to do. I thought potentially IT would be a good thing, but I never really broke it down as such. Um, I kind of just, I, funny enough, my dad is, was in IT. Um, he's still, he's a consultant in IT. So I kind of followed, you know, I followed that sort of path almost, almost blindly. Um, and when I was going through it, I mean, my first year, I, I didn't really enjoy it because I think as we were speaking about before, Joe was, I couldn't see how this was actually going to benefit me in the long term. Um, I couldn't really, I, I didn't really understand if these skills were necessary. It was actually quite, quite difficult. And I mean, I didn't have that positive. Um, although I did okay at school, I didn't have that positive view of learning um, in that formal sense. So I, I guess I didn't really engage with it. Um, and then, yeah, I got a job at in retail, in sales, and I was always very shy. And, you know, I didn't think I would be an outgoing sort of person who would be able to, you know, operate as a salesperson, because obviously by nature, you have to be extremely, um, well, uh, my, my view of how to be a salesperson has changed over time. But yeah, um, essentially, yeah, you obviously think you have to be very outgoing. And I found that the more I put myself in that situation, the more outgoing I got. And then my beliefs about um, me as an outgoing person changed. And then, then from that, I got an opportunity to work in sort of more a corporate role in telco, which is a completely, completely different world. Um, but as a salesperson, and then once I started working in there, I became very curious as to how, how these, or how the internet works, basically. It's very, it's quite complex. Um, and I believed at first that I would never understand that. That's like, that's the network engineer's job. Like I'm just a salesperson. And then the more I started working, the more, I guess the older I got and the more I started reading and sort of being curious, I, I started believing that, and questioning um, why why is that the case? Why can't I learn about these technical things? I mean, maybe if I just do it very slowly, um, I can do it. Like that's just a cop out, and that was kind of residual from university where I wasn't good at technical endeavors, and I, that kind of stuck with me. Um, and we fast forward to today, where I'm I'm still in sales. I enjoy that, but I wanted to take it to a deeper level, and start to understand how networks and how networking itself functions at a very basic level. I'm never going to be, well, you never know, actually. Sorry. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. So I got really curious about that and, and step-by-step step you start learning. And when you're open to learning um, things start gelling together. And then when you have the benefit of being in a practical environment as well, which you can test those learnings is very helpful um but it goes back to when i started at university i never would have believed that this would be my path um so yeah i guess it's not a bad example and i just hope that i continue actually something you said a while ago was like and i, I think i read it from four hour work week is like following your following interests like and you've talked about it a little bit is following following interests and going down that path um so 
I've waffled on a little bit, but yeah, that's, I guess that's my example, Joe. It's a phenomenal example. And yeah, we talk a lot about interests in all the work we do. Scott McKeown first have that term interest mapping and that's mentioned in 18 and lost as well. And it's features heavily in my blog and in the podcast. Uh, And to consolidate your journey, it's like step one, the university, the traditional uh, kind of coming at it from external reasons rather than internal. And then you've gone from retail to selling, you know, you, I remember you were selling phone contracts that then graduated into working at an actual telco. And then that is now manifested in a further step, which is actual technical interest in the networking behind what you sell. And it's the ultimate example of the thousand doors. And this is why the thousand doors for me is actually the reality, not this linear reality that we're presented with, which is just a myth and a mirage. Um, in the same way, I've never looked at myself as a technical person. Now I'm slowly learning how to build websites on Webflow, which is very kind of much more user-friendly than the average, say, WordPress was more common when I set up my first website, which is a lot more intimidating. And for me, it's harder to kind of break it down into chunks and learn it. I'm confident now I could probably charge people for, for web design. I wouldn't be world-class, but I'm sure I could. I could probably charge you to design a website for you, for example. And that's, that's a testament to just having to do it because of the projects I've been working on, needing a website quickly, wanting to save money, and also wanting to make changes faster. And then it becomes interesting. Things can become interesting when you approach them in your own terms, when you have utility behind it, utility being, I need a website or understanding this would be interesting for my work. I'm exposed to networks all the time. What is this thing? And you're allowed to become curious about it. It's the opposite of being forced. It's the, it's the doorman analogy, which is just present the door, never force anyone through. If they're not interested in it, why are you pushing so hard? Why do we need them to go through it? And so often we get caught in seeing people's potential and wanting to accelerate it, which is very natural. But in the other, other instance, it's like, why do we need people to be other than what they are right now? Um, so the, the, the whole, yes, the, the case of curiosity, like everything else, it's just a spectrum. And what I find is that, you know, you, if you really get deep into something, uh, anything, you will eventually drill right down to the core, which will end up being the philosophy stuff we kind of talk about in these conversations. Whatever your core interest is, that's what's at the end of the tunnel, the more you try and understand it. Because you come, you come to deep, deep fundamentals. Even something like websites will come back to human attention. How can you design a website without having a deep understanding of human attention? and storytelling and how people resonate with ideas. And suddenly you're having a conversation about how people resonate with ideas rather than pixels on a screen. And again, this is not in our education. We have such a poor appreciation of the fundamentals. Rather, we should let people fall in love with the fundamentals. And you know, those two books uh, say on Da Vinci and Einstein, for me, I would leave them in the library of any you know, Joe's school, Joe's idyllic school that I designed, but I'd never force people to read them. I would just talk about my passion for them and then say, they're there if you're ever interested. Because otherwise we would defy the very principle we're arguing against.